What does a party mean to you? Good times with friends? Loud music and exotic dancers in cages? Little people in Cupid wings swinging from the ceilings? Whatever a party is to you, we know how to make it better. By popping motherfucking bottles. And Corolla Drinks has got you covered. We're proud to introduce to the world the bubbly nectar that is sparkling brosé. We captured the stone and tropical fruits from our original brosé and added a little more party. Pop a bottle at brunch, on game day, at a brisk, or in the club. We promise, wherever you are, just got better. Hurry, this limited first run will run out to get your first bottle of sparkling brosé for only $25. Head CorollaDrinks.com and let the party begin. What are we talking about, Stromer? Tonight we got a big show, and it's not even nighttime, but it That's feels right. like night because it's like that kind of after-hours feeling here. We're talking about all sorts of things. MDF, how we don't really like no. it for crown molding. No. What kind of saw to buy if you're going to buy a new upgraded skill saw? Hot hardwood and hot grout hardwood. talk. Hot grout talk. Hot grout. First, there's Geico. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Welcome to The Inevitable. This is Motor Trend's new podcast about the future of the automobile. I am Johnny Lieberman, the Senior Features Editor at Motor Trend, and I am joined every week by my co-host, Mr. Ed Lowe. That's me. I'm the Head of Editorial for Motor Trend, and boy, do we have an amazing list of guests that we're going to be chatting with. We've got the godfather of the environmental movement, Ed Bagley Jr. Derek Jenkins, a whole bunch of actors, celebrities, car-crazy folks, people from in and outside the industry. Can't wait for you to join us. We're talking about the future of the car. This means everything from electrified vehicles to cars that drive themselves. Come check us out. We're on podcastone.com or anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. We're also on motortrend.com and youtube.com slash motortrend. is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let Ace show you how. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Yeah, get it on, got to get on the church, get on running day. The people get it on. Yeah, Stromer in studio. <laughs> he What's brought up, his man? chops. Yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I did. What? I brought the chops because it's hot. Yeah, hot chopped up. God, it's hot. My my house, man. You know, I, yesterday I was in my house, which is a hun- like 102. And then I drove over to Santa Strom- Monica. Stromer's at the ass end of the valley. I'm at the ass end of the valley where where, where there's no water, there's no and, and let life. Me, let it's me, like Mars. Let me just explain yeah. the uh, sort of topography yeah. here of Los Angeles. It's like Chuck Manson was there. Where it, I am. It'll when you get the weather report, yeah. they'll do the thing where they're for some reason they always give you the airport. At right. the airport, yeah. What the fuck's going on at yeah. the airport? Yeah. But. Uh, 
they'll go like Malibu will be on a, on a tough day. On, on a hot, uh, it'll it'll get it'll get to seventy seven in a, in a real dog day. Yeah. And then they go to the airport, and that's 82. Right. And then they go downtown, that's 87. Yeah. And then they go into Studio City, and that's 101. Yeah. And then they go to Stromer's house, and that's 113. Yeah. Like, I mean, but, when, but, they, when, when it hit a couple of years ago, got up to like 119 What or you something. have to remember, though, is that I've lived in Woodland Hills, which on the corner of Ventura and Topanga, there used to be a bank digital mm-hmm. thermometer. Yeah. They actually took it down because it was so humiliating for the residents of that Demoralizing. City. Demoralizing. Right. right? Yeah. So they just took it away, and now you just see like where it used to be mm-hmm. from where the sun bleached everything around it. Right. Like that. So I've lived in two of the hottest places on Earth. But Stromer's, you know, that end of the valley... When it is 103 right. in Glendale, yeah. it's 113 It's easy there. 113. It, it is the hottest It's spot. what drove the Spawn Ranch residents to kill. To kill. Yeah. 100%. And last night, coming out of the Target with my daughter, I parked kind of close to this woman in a Range Rover next to me. Mm-hmm. She started yelling at my daughter. I rolled my window down. And I said, like, you know, don't you fucking yell at her. And she, Screw you. No, fuck it. You know, it was one of those. I pulled away. She pulled away. Mm. Then I get to the intersection to get out of the Target parking lot. And a person that I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman, it was sort of a pat person, mm-hmm. was in the was in the, uh, the SNL's pat. Yeah, yeah, SNL's pat was in the uh, the it was like a tick. What are they called? The ticket writer folks. The ticket, you know, the people that write tickets, parking enforcement, parking enforcement, parking enforcement car, yeah, pat human being in the car. I'm trying to pull out the pat person won't go forward, even though they're at a red light, and they, and, and he or she has like 40 feet to move forward, so mm-hmm. I can merge into the road. Won't move. I honk. They sit there while the light turns green. And it's like everyone went crazy for a moment because it was 150. Well, the great David Lee Roth, yeah, hot for teacher. Nope. Go ahead. Named a record, a solo record after the phenomenon that you're speaking of. Which was? Crazy from the Heat. <laughs> I think that was his, like, 1984 offering. Who kicked higher in spandex than that man? Nobody. I mean, what happened? Splits. Wh- why is that not happening kicks, anymore? Wheel kicks. I mean, it's the greatest thing I ever saw. You know, these guys and these bands, they get up there and they pout. You know they what I pout mean? and they don't do well. You know the closest to it, I guess, would be who's the band that sounds like Zeppelin, Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. That guy wears a, a unitard sometimes, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah, nobody else. Does. Nobody throws those no. kicks. No, come on. So um, it is hot, and when it's like I said, when it's hot out here, yeah, it's Stromer's into the valley, and everything that I planted with my big garden remodel is surviving except the ones that just shouldn't have been planted. So it to- the environment told me what I should and shouldn't plant. The yeah. ones that I shouldn't plant are dead. The ones that I should are still living. Well, like I said, you got you got to find the indigenous stuff right. and stick to the script. That's it. Now, the other uh, and the other thing is now we're talking about rolling blackouts out here because it's They're so hot. also the the grass enforcement are also driving up to the lawns and they put their foot on the on the turf on mm-hmm. days you're supposed to not water or water. Mm-hmm. If they can feel moisture with their bare foot, 
They write you a ticket. Really? I swear to God. <laughs> so there's, and then if they do a couple of, if it's three uh, offenses, I guess they put a meter on your home that they control. All right. So, so look, great. Uh, simultaneously, while we're having the rolling blackouts, yeah. because we don't have the infrastructure, the governor's making a decree that we need to go to all electric by 2035. Better do it. We got to like, do it. It's like, where are we going to get it? Where are we going to get the power? I don't know. Got me. All right. Do we have. Uh, I want, by hmm. the way, hmm. I can't get an electric vehicle. I tried. You did. There aren't any. Put your name in for the Ford Lightning. Yep. Not going to happen. No. I got to get rid of my truck by the by October. My lease is up. Mm. I was going to get an electric. I can't. Yeah. it's uh, We got a chip shortage. And then also, you know, the batteries and the material it takes to make the batteries. We have to invade some country that has magnesium or whatever, the cobalt or whatever. Yes. So we got to get something going there. Well, we have it here, but... It's so regulated that we can't, can't get, get our own. So we because we might disturb a small minnow species. Right. Slit, swing, so we go to some place like China yeah. where they don't have rules and give them our money. And all then, working. And then we all feel good about what we've done for the environment. Yeah. All right. You got uh, questions up there, Gary? Yes, we do. Uh, let's see here. Crazy from the Heat, just to clean that up, was a four-song EP from 1985. Yes! Oh, man. I was Four of the greatest that. songs of all time. That was way off. Yeah, man. Great David Lee He Roth. could also kick with his foot flexed, not pointed, which demonstrated to me real flexibility. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at that. Some reason we're looking at a hot picture of Stromer. I don't know, but that's somebody with an empty tool. Remember those things with those shows where they give you the art department would give you a tool belt with nothing in it until I actually got people like writing going, "Hey, you don't have anything in your tool belt. You're not a real carpenter." (laughs) I could have told them that. The the no the worst the worst Stromer is look the art department was always run by the gay guy. Yes. And the gay guy would say stuff like, would you be wearing um, your construction hat like yeah, exactly. inside? And you go, construction what, yeah, hat? What, what am I, a village that person? Guy, no, one of those uh, <laughs> shiny hats, a yeah. construction hat. Right. I'd go, hard hat? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, would yeah, that yeah. be something you would wear? Yeah. Uh, hanging drywall and, and then all in, in of a sudden you hear in your head, no. <laughs> it's fun to stay at the YMCA. <laughs> so the worst thing they would provide was they'd give you the tool bags yeah. and then they'd give you this miniature smooth headed 12 ounce yes. finish hammer. No gripping ability. And whatsoever. you would hang it from your tool bag and it would hang down about six inches. It was a miniature. It was a, it was, no, the head would fall through the yeah, hammer it was, loop. It was That's like how a, small it was. It was a tack hammer. Well, look, I got a pencil in that tool belt. Yeah. Wow. And a tape measure. Yeah, I sure do. All right. We got questions. We do. We're going to start right. with a video question. It says Hi, guy. I'm in the Hudson Valley and I have a question on discolored powdery grout. All I want is uniformity. Is that so much to ask? I'm very handy with carpentry, electrical, and plumbing, but I have zero experience with tile. I hope you enjoy the intro music. I score films, ads, and do audio building branding for a living. I took Eric's inspiring vocal performance from oh. the August 13th episode and knocked out this in about 30 minutes. Feel free to use it as my gift for all the oh. advice and laughs. Wow. Joe Johnson. So Let's hear it. I've heard it. It's pretty good. Buckle up. Okay. 
My guy. What we have here, get it on, is a problem with some grout discoloration in my basement bathroom. I hired a tile contractor to do it. He leveled the floor because it was all over the place. Put down a Schluter mat and then the thin set and tile and uh, this nice gray grout here. In this one little spot and maybe a couple errant places, there is discoloration and a raising and a powdering of the grout. Sometimes it just raises and gets powdery, but the color doesn't change. In some places it just gets, uh, like right here you can see, it just gets powdery and kind of chunky and raised. Mm. It's thin set. See like another one just on this coming little through. Thin set coming through. You know what's going on? Here's one where it's not raised, it's just discolored. Yeah. You know what's going on and how to fix it? I have sealed this entire floor uh, prior to this problem, and this is the only spot that is the issue. The contractor recommended cleaning with vinegar and water. Let me know what you think. I just want it to all look uniform. Yes. So so I can speak to this because I had so many issues with this. There was a color, I don't know if they still make it, called DeLorean Gray. Mm. And it was a customs product, and it just always discolored. And the only way that you could ever get uniformity was to mix three bags into one and mm-hmm. and sort of average out the, the powder color, right? So there would be what's called modeling. That's what this is referred to as. So oftentimes when guys are grouting either A, they won't clean off the drying color and then the drying color will be embedded in the new grout you put down. So you'll have like that, fo- that marbled brownie look, right? Mm-hmm. Where you get a gray tone that's dark and then another one that dries a little lighter and then it's speckled in, right? Because you didn't take the old waste grout off and start with the new stuff, Also, right? what does one do when one puts down the tile with the thin set and the thin set mushes out well, that's in between the, the tiles? That's what I think is happening in you this gotta scenario. You've got to sponge that shit, right? You've got to get down there with some sort of a channeling a screwdriver or something Get all the white grout out. If you're using gray grout, oftentimes I'll recommend using gray thin set, obviously, because at least it won't show. But if that if that thin set is above the tile on any way whatsoever, it will poke through and you'll get what's happening here. So the fix Well it doesn't even have to be above the tile, just be above the bottom correct, of the tile, right? Correct, right. So yeah. so the fix is to channel out the white the white color is white thin set. I'm almost positive. If it's not, it's effervescence coming from lime coming up from for the from the thin set or mortar bed below. But I think it's white thin set. Scrape it out and then mix another a little bit more of that same grout color. Should, and put should it in. one get a multi tool with a tungsten attachment? That'd be great. Or you could just do a grout saw. You know, and then the bring tungsten toothbrush. Yeah, and bring it. Ooh, that's a good name for a mm-hmm. pro wrestler. The, the tungsten, tungsten toothbrush, yeah. Minnesota's own by way of. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to say by way by of. way of Philadelphia. That's right. No, but the uh, when you do the tungsten toothbrush, you don't just want to channel out the area where the white is coming up through or the discoloration. You want to now take it back six or eight inches sort of gradually so that you have a new purchase where I'm, you can blend in the new color. I'm wondering if he shouldn't invest in one of those multi-tools. They used to be expensive. I love the multi-tools. Now yeah. you can kind of get them and They anywhere. have all those attachments for you them, You get too. that grout attachment, It'll and come you right just out. buzz it all the way around. Tape the shit out of the marble, though, because if you nick it with that multi-tool, you will scratch it and ding it. So I would put a... 
a blue a strip of blue tape on both sides of the grout joint and then put some uh, uh, duct tape on top of that. Yeah. So at least you got some protection. Vacuum the shit out Vacuum of it. Vacuum the shit out of it and get you clean out. Make sure it's below the surface completely yeah. and then regrout. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Roman. Thanks for the song, by the way. Great yeah. song. Go ahead. Let's sorry. hear that song. I want to hear that song again, yeah. Gary. Finally, a legacy. Right. Something, <laughs> something, something, something for your, something your kids. Spawn. Yeah. Because it's been um, uneventful, it's up, and, uneventful. Uh, up until it's that. It's going to just Boy. be an empty crypt with uh, nothing but bills. But now, <laughs> something for your kids to enjoy after you're gone. All right, let me tell you about Roman. Want to feel confident? Want to prioritize your health and your relationships if you're ready to do yourself a favor? We'll start with Roman. Roman? Swipes are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. So a lot of guys, well, they're uh, men of passion. Yeah. And uh, they want to take the passion and they'd like to expand uh, have it. it. Expand it. Have yeah. it last a little that's longer. Right. No prescription needed. PE, that's premature ejaculation treatments, are safe, effective, and used by millions of men. And they even have... Uh, Free two-day shipping, so we got a nice uh, weekend out of town with the Mrs. Planned or the Honey Bunny. You go with Roman. Get that confidence back. No prescription needed with Roman, right, Gary? That's right. Go to GetRoman.com slash Ace today. If approved, you'll get $10 off your very first order. And once again, that is GetRoman.com slash Ace. All right. So we have uh, a question up there about hardwood flooring. Is that uh, is that correct? Let's say line one. Let's talk to Chris, New Hampshire. Chris, hey Ace, how are yeah. you? Ace Romer, hey, love, love the pod. Thanks, man. Hey, question for you. Yeah, so I'm uh, you know I'm fairly handy. I put down hardwood before uh, you know oak uh, flooring, but my wife wants me to tear the carpet out of the master bedroom, and, and I just want to put down some pre-finished stuff. And I'm just wondering if you guys have any recommendations or advice for. For doing this, it's, it's uh, you know, just tear out the carpet. It's going to be plywood subflooring under there. Just I want to get something down that's quick and easy. How old is, what year is the house from? Uh, 89. Okay. And do you have to match your hardwood that's already in there, or can it, no, be, can it live on no, its own? It's, uh, it's just carpet in the hallway going into the master, so don't have to match anything up. I, man, I would just do the stuff with the with the you know the foam barrier that's sort of a, a vapor barrier, and just anything you love, put that down and. Give yourself room around the perimeter so it can expand and contract, but it's easy and cheaper, and you never have to do anything again. I, I would pop the base. Yeah. Um, can Please you do, do that okay? Of course, you're what, handy. Pop the base? The baseboard, sorry. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, take those off. Yeah. Take the baseboard yeah. off. Make sure and score the top of it real well. Yeah. I mean, get a, get a brand new razor, utility knife. And by the way... You know, those things get dull. So if you do, you score 20 feet all along one side and then you do the other side, you may want to flip the blade around yeah. and get a fresh blade. Yeah, it, right. does, it doesn't cost anything. Also, I used to use uh, stones. You know, they have sharpening oh, stones. Oh, you did? Keep I use that. those for my chef knives when I'm cooking. They have the bigger ones. Yeah. And they have little ones, too, that you just kind of, does it, you know. Does it really work? Yeah, they, it's good for chisels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, guys yeah. who do a lot of real fi- uh, good finish work, yeah. you know, you need a real sharp chisel sure. when you're doing a mortise on a door strike or something like that. Yeah, have have a stone. You can oh, buy a stone a and you can buy the oil. 
Ooh. Too, and you can just put it down. Anyway, score it real good. Yeah, real so good. you don't rip the drywall paper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, right. And if you're if you're good and you get a nice little flat cat's body thing, you can pop it off, shimmy it a little, pop it off, pull the nails through it. Don't try to bang them out. It's probably not going to work. Yeah. Um, get get the get that off. Get the carpet out of there. Sink some screws into that subfloor. You're never going to get right. another chance at it. It's, it's probably nailed. I mean, shit. We used to nail those things off with eight penny sinkers and yeah. a nail gun. Just pop, pop, pop. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Don't, they don't have any pull out. They're not ring shank. I but mean, find the joints. Obviously, don't don't just right. randomly. Throw yeah, stuff you'll in there. you'll see a nailing yeah. pattern. You can probably yeah, we, just drop one in. No. You, you yeah, we've got some squeaks. That'll get rid of the squeaks. I yeah, guess. you you don't have to get a nice kind of decky you know, star drive something, screw. And uh, you don't have to put one in next to every nail. Just if you got a eight-foot run, put five of them in or yeah, something. Yeah, um, and Make sure that's all And then get yourself a night, a, either a flat shovel or or a shovel that you can get up under that carpet strip and just, just go to town at the nail heads. You know, try not to go uh, in between the nail heads on the carpet tack strip. Go to each nail head and pry from there. They'll pop out much easier than it all splintering. I remember I remember when I was like 19 and I was on a construction site and I was having yeah. to demo this stuff out. And I was looking at what they would call tackless strip. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen a strip with more tacks in it. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's one of those things police cars throw out the back during a high-speed right. chase to yeah, blow exactly, your tires out. Exactly. But – you didn't have to use carpet tacks. Right. You could use the strip. Right. But I, I would argue they need a better name than tacks. No, they got to get Nothing had more tacks in no. it than that. Yeah, get the shovel, pop that shit off. It's all going to break. You're going to have to get down there and pull the nails yep. after it crumbles. That's right. Or uh, or bury them. But you, or bury them. them. Yeah. Just whack them. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Better. And, uh, you know, vacuum the shit out of it. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, go to Home Depot with the missus. And, uh, or, sorry, go to Home Depot with the missus or go to Ikea with the missus. Yeah. And just go look at the boxes of shit you want. That's right. Do your square foot calcs. Pretty straightforward stuff. And you can, you know, when you go to the edge, whatever, whatever the manufacturer suggests. But you can keep your half inch space for expansion. Right. Uh, but the baseboard will cover that. That's right. And, uh, and, you know, you don't, don't, you don't have to use adhesive and, and glue it down to the plywood substrate because, you know, you may want to change it in a couple of years. It may feel a little floaty. The thinner the material, the more you feel this hover like a basketball court. So if you get a little thicker piece, Instead of the half inch stuff, go a little thicker. It will be weightier and won't be as fluffy when you walk on it. And uh, if you don't have it, and you probably don't because you have carpet now, I, I would finish it off the the base with some uh, base shoe. Yeah, it's a better too. finish. Yeah, get the pre pre prime it, pre, pre paint it. Yeah, and get you can get the pre prime stuff yeah. and then just pre paint it. Yeah, do it with a little chop saw. Yeah, got me. Okay. And yeah, if you don't yeah. have well, if you don't have a mud shoe, you're saying what, what's that? Uh, we have we have just like pine baseboard on there now. Is it, you're saying it's something different? Uh, yeah. So the base is it painted baseboard now? Yeah, it is painted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the look, if if you can kind of picture the look, you, you have the hardwood floor, you know, dies into the wall, and then the base goes on top of it. 
And sometimes if it's kind of a little streamlined base, like two and a quarter or something like that, eh. But sometimes if you have like three and a half or six inch or a little more substantial base, it just sort of creates this hard 90 where the hardwood goes into the wall and then the base goes down on top of it. And if you take that base shoe, which is essentially like quarter round, but it's got a little bit of a... Like three quarter inch sometimes it can be as big as that. quarter, Quarter round, it's like it's like quarter round is taking a circle and taking a quarter a piece of pie out of it um taking a base shoe is like taking a quarter pie out of a football right powerful interesting one is you know, a, now, one's a basketball. Here's why the you're, a football. Here's why you're a, a, an I, on-air I master. with my tongue. You paint with your tongue, but you also you reference football, which is just beginning now. We're yes. in its infancy in the season. You bring that reference. God, right. it's beautiful. So Thanks. do that and pre-paint it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what you got, but you put it down with a pin nailer. Yeah. And like, put your thumb on it and press it down. You know, if there's a little dip in the floor. And the good news with the quarter round is that you can kind of hide waves a little bit with it. Yeah, right? base shoe. Don't sorry, don't the base shoe. The quarter round. If you do, oh, okay. if you do the base shoe, you can push it down a little further in the dippy parts of the floor, and it won't read as much in terms of gaps. Yeah, and you just pin nail it right into yeah. the base. Yeah. Yeah. And you're it'll good. give, and then you know, because since you're kind of not doing the hardwood because it's so labor intensive, the putting the base shoe down and the trim and all the stuff you're going to do, your wife will still think you're a, a huge macho hero, even though you're snapping together this easy floor. Right. You yeah. still look like the man. You'll you'll get some some well. Yeah. You know what you'll get. Well, make sure <laughs> herpes. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure you got a chop saw that'll cover the six inch wide or whatever oh, yeah. whatever thing yeah, you're doing. Yeah, I've got a nice Dewalt miter saw that'll, that'll take. Oh, it. that's great! Ten inch blade. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're fine. And people also, if it's not sliding compound style, that's not enough. You can lift the wood up as you're bringing it down, like tip it up. Right. If yeah. you don't got enough blade to uh-huh. get through it, that's right. just flat, and it'll okay. it'll it'll get you another inch and a quarter it'll or something it, out yeah. of there. Yeah. All right, Chris. Uh, once you get back to us and tell us how it went. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. All right. Hey, Stride Career Prep, everybody. Only forty-five percent of high school students feel prepared for college or careers. Now, today's sponsor, Stride Career Prep. Is changing all that. Stride Career Prep lets students take charge of their education and future, combining real-world skills training and traditional academics. Students can earn college credit in high school or get the training needed to land a job right after graduation in careers like business tech, health science, criminal justice, and more. That's right. Students take courses developed by industry professionals. Prepare for certifications, get hands-on experience, network, and gain confidence to succeed. Backed by over 20 years of experience in online learning. Take charge today at k12.com slash podcast. All right. Let's see. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more of your questions right after this. All right, we're back. Uh, we got questions. I think we have a video question. What do you got, um, Gary? Yeah, we do have a video question here. This uh, this video question is a repeat 
uh, video submitter. Uh, it says, get it on, guys. I'm looking for some ideas or advice on building a, a hidden so I can gain access to my water heater when necessary. Looks like he's missing a few words there. I don't want to install a standard door. Dan Carroll from Canada. Hey guys, uh, Dan Carroll from Ancaster, Ontario, Canada. Uh, got a question for you. I'm at my own house, uh, and uh, uh, aside from being at one of my investment properties, uh, finishing my basement. And before I go ahead and uh, and drywall, um, I wanted some help. I got some ideas. So I've uh, framed out this wall here, and I have a hot water heater in behind, and. As it stands right now, it's not accessible if I ever need to service it or, or replace it. Um, and what I was planning on doing, as you can see, I already pre-planned by running the electrical kind of around this area because I was thinking why yeah, of installing a door, but I don't want to have doors everywhere because I'm going to have one here. I have some storage here. There's going to be another closet here, laundry room over here. I just don't want doors everywhere. So I thought, what if I built like a, a secret or a hidden door um, and I have looked up videos on uh, you know like a hidden shelf or a, a, a sh bookshelf that uh, you know leads to a secret door or something like that but I'm just wondering if you've ever done one that just looks like the wall and um, you know and just put it on a hinge so that I could just like you know hit a, hit a little lever on it or something like that and open it up so any ideas that you've got there, I'll give you the full scope. I mean, it's just a standard wall there. And there's a little bit of room there for storage too. I'm in a tiny house, so it's, uh, you know, any additional storage uh, is, is beneficial. But yeah, really looking for some advice and some ideas on a hidden door. All right, I have thoughts. Yeah. Um, first off, yeah, I, you would never frame in your water heater. I, I'm a little concerned about... I mean, it's you got to make sure that there, there's ventilation enough, mm -hmm. and it's not just going to be a box that potentially could, yeah, become an issue with with you know the the pile of light going out or something, and then it's just this explosive little time bomb with no ventilation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would look into that. I don't want to just have you frame this thing that's inaccessible. Well, it, it's a. If or, it's a gas, yeah. if it's a gas yeah. water heater, it needs oxygen yeah. to burn. Yeah. So you got to look at that. If it's electrical, if electric, then ignore ignore that. Right. I would also like a vent in the door, even though you're going to make it a secret door. If it's gas. If it's gas. Yeah. But yeah. go ahead. What are your thoughts on secret door? Well, there's a couple. There's a couple things you can do. I've done. I think I've done all of them. You can buy just a panel, like an access panel. Yeah. Sort of like the little ones you might have on the side of the house for some sprinkler stuff or something like that. But you can buy big ones. You can buy ones that are, you know, 22 inches wide and five foot tall. Right. You know, a little gray thing, just like a surface mount with a little weird turn, flathead screw turnkey latch. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You can do a, something like that. And if you look, the simplest way is just do something like that and then hang up. You know, if you have Elvis's jumpsuit from uh, Vegas, 1978, and yeah. it's in a Lucite case or something, just put it on the wall. Right. It's right over it. Right. And you pop it off and you have your access. Right. So, so you're using sort of the art as the MacGuffin, if you will. The MacGuffin. Right. Yeah. So there's like 
that version of, right. of access. Then there's a version where you just get a flat panel masonite door and, you know, you you hinge it up and you put the hinge knuckles toward the inside and you just, you know, it's going to have a reveal around it. I mean, Correct. a shadow line, eighth right. of an inch or whatever, do a, a ball ball catch knob, spring-loaded right. whatever, and uh, and and just paint it. Just paint it the color of the wall. Just as you're, you know, you're rolling the wall, just roll right over it. You right, know? and then to, to hide the secret nature of it, to hide the pencil line or the shadow line around that door, if you were to create down that little hallway that it, it looked like you had there sort of decorative panels with trim already so that another trim piece wouldn't look like it's out of place, it yeah, would be more wanna, secretive. I mean, the, right? qu- the question is, is how many calories do you want to burn right. doing this, or do you just want an access door that's not taking up space? Right. Um, it sounds like it's not so much an aesthetic as it is just uh, I don't yeah. want to take up space. Um, right. So you can get... I think the, t- the, the push latch, the touch latch is the... The tip, I think. Right? Yeah, you can do the touch latch. That's at a cabinet company. I mean, you got to you got to kind of figure out the hinges because do you want the knuckle? You don't want the knuckle out, so right. then you have to do those mortised in euro yeah. style yeah, hinges, yeah, yeah. which aren't cheap and probably a little more difficult to right. set up and lay out. They um, do sell. I've seen a lot of the hidden secret bookcase doors online too, where they have kits. Mm-hmm. with the appropriate hinging and stuff like that in terms of like if you just want to make it like a little bookcase or trophy case or something you yeah. could do that and there's plenty of kits available um the vent well yeah it it should be vented yeah and you know don't think that and this is just a general statement for anyone who's listening yeah um don't think you have to go to home depot and get those louvered stamped tin vent covers you can go online and there's all kinds of places that make custom registers i've had them in many houses they can do cool antique looking ones they can do modern stainless steel ones you know when you go into a high-end house now you don't see the old vents that were in the bad apartments we grew up in you know the stupid louver thing and the right. handle that never right. really worked and white and just sort of surface mount they'll make them any size you want, you order them up. I mean, as a matter of fact, just on a bigger subject, you know, one of the nicer things you can do for your house if you're looking to kind of upgrade it is to get rid of all the 70s tin louvered shitty mm-hmm. four bucks a pop ones. You know, go online, find a site that'll make them pick out a style. Mm-hmm. You like they'll have contemporary, they have like kind of old fashioned or whatever. Um, you make them, you, you measure them, they'll make them. Right. All the registers, the AC stuff, it can all be done and replaced and unified. It could be really pretty. Yeah. yeah. It can look sleek and modern. Right. It can look old timey. Right. I think, Gary, you can look it up, but I think Reggio registers is one of those places. Cause I did a, you know, old Spanish house from the twenties, sure. you know, and it's like, I didn't want modern day stamped no. louvered bullshit, pre-painted bullshit. You want in something there. the kind of Monte Cristo vibe. Yeah. And right? then also you can use those as well for, for vents or any, many, many applications. Yeah. They got 
modern day stuff. They have old timey looking stuff. They have wooden stuff. I mean, it's all. Yeah, look at the difference. There's your point right there, the before and after photo. Right. And so the thing is, is, you know, you're going to walk around your house. You might replace 14 of those things and it, it ain't it ain't free. But at the end of the day, it's the little things that stick yes, out. Right? It's, it's, yeah. it's a detail thing. So yeah. you can get it. You can get a vent. Yeah, I mean, look. Let's show me the before and after that, right? That's great. Yeah, you can you can get a vent and put it in the door again if it's if it's gas. Maybe it's electric because why the hell would he? He did want reference it? running his electric and how he had already planned all that when he was discussing it at the beginning. So that leads me to believe maybe it was electric. No, because what he was saying is, as he took his electric, he went he up, went up and, and around, so there so would he be could no have a door, have a no conduit yeah. or flex right. or something running through the middle of the door. But you know the other thing too. Have you you've had hot water heaters blow out on you, right? Where the I just replaced the one yeah. that's ten feet from you right now. I mean, it it goes and it's bad. So you want to see? And water. when I say I replaced, you here's had, how I did. It. Roberto Alvaro, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fix the water heater. That's right. Replace was it. it. Was there a lot of water on the floor? It was like starting to come undone. Yeah, I've never, I've never bought a used car whose battery didn't take a shit within the first two weeks. Right. And I've never bought a house where the water heater didn't yeah. take a shit in the first That's two right. weeks. I think they base selling the house on the life. Manufactured left on the, obsolescence. Well, on the is. water heater. Yeah. And, they, and you never fix them. It's always, it's always this discussion. Yeah. You're supposed to flush it out every year. Do you flush it out? No, no I don't. I, don't no, I never flush one. Well, day. you know, these things are only good for 10 and 12 years. Yeah. And yours has a sticker on it. says nine says, uh, crazy from the heat, and there's a picture of David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Concert venue. Yeah, stuck. Right. There's a backstage right. pass stuck on here, and it's yeah. like, yeah, this is too old. No. And you just got to replace it. You got to do it. Um, all right, so I think that's enough for him. You got uh, you got something else, Gary? Yeah, we can do an email question here that's just going to drive you guys absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. Here, you know what? Before I read the email, I'll just put this up and let you guys get sufficiently angry. Mm-hmm. No! All right, it says, Ace Man, seriously, what do I do here to fix this? The seam gap in my crown molding is looking worse every day. It completely reacts to the temperature in my house, too. I'm mm. in the northeast on Long Island. In the summertime, the gap is barely noticeable, but in the winter, with the heat on in the house, it looks like the Grand Canyon. It's crazy. The crown is crazy from the heat. Crazy from it. I've had I've tried latex caulk, but basically just spits itself out with all the with all the contracting and expanding. Could it have been installed wrong? I hired a painter to do it. It's not isolated to just this one seam. It's all four cuts around the dining room. I picked out the crown myself. It's from Lowe's and is MDF, not real wood, so I wonder if that makes a difference. Chris Scalfini, 33, Long Island. Mm. Well, you wonder if it was nailed through the angle. You know what I mean? On an angle. Whenever you do those butt, those overlapping angle cut joints... If you don't nail from the left side through the angle on the right side, they always move on you, right? So this is a butt joint, but it looks like a coping no, he, joint. He, he angled. It's whoever installed it angle. It looks like it's angled. But they used a coping saw, right? I, they probably put it on the chop saw at 45, yeah, but if both you, sides. We're looking at a, a straight run, Gary. We're not looking at a corner, right? No. I, no, based on that second picture on the right with the door opening, I don't think that could be a corner. It's butt. Um, so what they did is they coped it because they, it was following the contour of the, 
But of, see how the top is at an angle to the yeah, left? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it just look like they put it on the chop saw? Well, you do. Cut? I mean, you put it on an angle, right. and then you get the coping saw right. out, and you cope it. But, I, you know, if the guy busted out the coping saw, he did it right. Um, and maybe the MDF is the issue. Uh, I personally would have glued the shit out of the seam. Uh, look, if, if, if the latex caulk is getting spit out and uh, this is ongoing, uh, I think it's replacement time. I don't know, Gary, you can look it up. MDF versus dimensional lumber in um, in crown molding. Is there a... Uh, I can't. I, I gotta. I gotta believe the MDF is not not your friend here. Look, um, you can caulk it, but you already caulked it. How about how about channel it out a little? Throw it wood glue in there. Sponge the wood glue off. Pin nail it from left to right through the other piece, and then from there let that dry. And then from there do your your either uh, bondo or caulk. So that it's it yeah. isolates and glues okay. itself. To I, I itself. don't know how you channel it out, but well, it's a big enough crack to throw a blade in there, isn't it? A little bit. I mean, you could get a Dremel with a, you know, sort if of you V-grip. break those angles, though, you're screwed. It'll be I, readable. I would I would do what Stromer says. I would I would shove as much wood glue as I could up in there. I would um, nail the left side pin, to pin, the right, pin nail it, yeah, and then I would bondo it, yeah. and then I'm out of ideas. A- after that, it's it's pop it off and get some real crown. But I think it's worth trying now once, and yeah. then if this doesn't work with the adhesive, then nothing will work and get it out and do it over. What do you got, Gary? I got an article here that basically says MDF is not to be used in high humidity environments for mm. crown molding. Well, there you go. North Long Island is yeah high, high humidity. MDF really is not to be used ever for anything, but it's so much cheaper that people so much they use it so often. But yeah, yeah it, it, the, the thing about MDF is I hate MDF. It doesn't really have a grain or anything so no. it takes a router bit nicely it does you can shape the hell out of it it's easy to rip up and yeah. it's easy to shape up but i agree yeah let's get back to it's mother real, nature real here yeah. all right let me tell you about blinds galore they're having a huge labor day sale starts this week 50 percent off of blind shade shutters drapes everything you've worked hard all Summer long, reward yourself by upgrading your home with the best custom window coverings available from BlindsGalore.com. Nothing gets made until you order it. Family owned and run, doing business for over 20 years, and I've been saying that for about five years. First place to buy custom blinds and shades online. We have them in the studio, or I should say in the in the edit bays. I have them in my home. I have all over my that's all I use is blinds galore, and so is Dr. Drew. And you can do this all from your home. Just take a few measurements and customize it online. If you have questions, their expert design team will help you every step of the way, online or over the phone. Even uh, book a free online one-on-one meeting with their virtual designer. It's Blinds Galore, right, Gary? You work hard enough. Blinds Galore makes it easy to get the custom blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Check out BlindsGalore.com during their big Labor Day sale for 50% off before it ends September 7th. Don't forget to let everyone at Blinds Galore know Adam sent you. That's BlindsGalore.com. What else you got, 
uh, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. So let's do another email question here. Uh, this one says, let's see. This one says, hey, Adam and Stromer, I'm helping my parents renovate the house they bought. The house is 25 years old and is getting renovated with new windows, doors, kitchen, and an addition. I would like to know... I would like to know your thoughts on this fireplace. The wall is covered in split in split granite stones and some small but noticeable cracks have appeared, as well as the grout color changing from white to gray a quarter of the way up. Any advice you can give on techniques for repairing the grout and making the color uniform? Also, what type of finish or of wood should be used for the mantle? The floors and railings are oak and the kitchen will be walnut. Thanks. Love the show. Brandon Cop, 29, Ontario, Canada. Oh, a lot of Canadian contingents. I know we're ne- international for the Christ's Canucks, sake, man. Right? Bringing it. Um, he's calling it grout. I don't know that it's grout. Those are some pretty big joints on some stones. It it may just be mortar, mortar, yeah. type S mortar yeah. uh, that they put the stuff up there with. I mean, it's got a nice look. Um, I, that's a lot of grout slash mortar to remove. Um, and it's a goddamn mess. I, I would just do sanded caulk matching the color of the grout that they sell as, you know, they, they different companies sell different grout that's that's in uh, pliable caulking tubes. Uh-huh. So if you can match that, just hit, I, it, I hit would, it with that and then I, sponge I would, it. I would go with the, the fix. Uh, if you want to remove it, it's yeah, too much. Too much. Too much. Uh, look, as far as the wood for the hearth there, um, you know, oak used to be the weapon of choice. Then it kind of fell out of favor, and now walnut and darker species are, are in. I, I like I like a walnut. I don't know if you want to go – God, they even have hardwood places anymore. Remember you well, go to hardwood places? I know. Canal Hardwood's actually pretty cool. You ever been up there in Thousand Oaks? No, I used to go to one. There was one in North Hollywood. Yeah. There was another one on the west side. Right. And the guys who ran them were always dickheads, but yeah. but it smelled good. Yeah. And it was cool when yeah, you walked was. in there, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, just going and buying hardware. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, the uh, Caneo Hardwoods. All right. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I, you could go into a place... I think you'd go into a place like that and they would mill you stuff. I mean, most of the hardwood places I used to go to had like a cabinet shop right. kind of mill in yeah. back, you know. Superior you, Lumber has, uh, uh, Superior Molding has, has hearths and stuff. And, and as guys in Canada, but you probably send yeah. away for it online yeah. somewhere. And uh, yeah, you go, it's going to be 52 wide and I want it to be right. 13 inches deep and I want it to be a true three inches thick and yeah. I want it to be made out of this walnut. And put a Roman OG on the top edge or whatever. And it could probably do that. I, I like the walnut. I like the walnut too. And if it, if it's, it looks kind of contemporary, you could also just go buy a beam and, and do it yourself. If you want to go real rustic. Yeah. If you want to do rustic, you could kind of stain it down, make it look a little darker. That could be kind of cool. Just a dug for, you know, four by 12 or four by 16 beam, cut it into the right size put some doweling into the wall and then plug it in like one of those lac shelves. Yeah, dowel be like all thread. Yeah. Do you and you can also paint the whole thing if you want to paint it. I, I was going to say that paint the stone can, some you color. You can yeah. paint it yeah. if you if you wanted or maybe even stain it. Yeah. 
All right, do we got one more, Gary? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna do one more email question here, and I'll throw up the image. And it says, "Dear Ace and Stromer, I'm a 41 year old renter in the Bronx. Pause for woohoo. Uh, say, <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying R.I.P. to the first power tool I ever owned." This little cordless circular saw got me through dozens of tiny projects over the years, but now a full charge won't even cut through plastic cord raceway. Uh, you know, the stick-on cord conduit. Now I now that I have a workbench and a much bigger ambitions, largely thanks to you guys, I want to buy a saw appropriate for the next 15 to 20 years, but there are so darn many different kinds. I'm not asking for a brand unless you have a sponsor this episode. I know the tool brands and their reputations for quality. I'm just mystified by all the different types of power saws out there. And of course, I know that I need a corded saw now that I'm a big boy. What do you recommend? Thanks in advance. Owen. You ever have one of these little Makita three and a Three, three, and a, what does that say? I, three, six, I, I and did three never quarter? have that one. I no. had one. Yeah, what'd you think? Three and three eighths. Um, 9.6 volt. You know, this is early Makita. Yeah. This is when this, they shared a battery with the I remember that gun. long battery. For yeah, that sure. long, yeah. long yeah. 9.6 volt. Yeah. It would slide into your cordless drill yeah. and it would slide into this little saw, which right. probably popped up a little bit later. Right. Uh, and a little Allen wrench to take the blade off. The blades were kind of expensive. Yeah. It didn't. They dull pretty fast. They didn't have much torque, as one could imagine. Is he asking for a circular he said a saw? Cor- yeah, corded though. A corded circular saw. All right. If he's asking for a corded circular saw. I would say don't go with a high point saw like a skill saw. That's yeah. for framers. Yeah. It's got a lot of torque. It's heavy and it's got a small base. Right. And the base is not very accurate. Right. Um, I would get a finished circular saw. Yeah. Which is just a straight drive, you know, motors facing not the same the way. Not the worm drive thing. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Not nah. unnecessary probably. Unnecessary. Yeah. I would go with a, a circular saw with a good base, like a good wide base. And I might – look – the motor's fine. The blade, it's all going to work. It's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's all going to work. I would be looking at the base and making my decisions sort of based on that. Like how adjustable was it? How right. accurate was it? Right. How, how, um, could you like, let's say you wanted to do a cut and you wanted a 28 degree angle could you set it up and tighten it up and yeah. go skate it along right along that way you know i yeah. would i would get a finish circular saw they'd still use a i mean i don't know what he's doing make the blade but seven you know, and a quarter i'm so used to i'm to so used to my old milwaukee worm drive saw right which got that long ass base like you're talking about and it kind of keeps you guided in a straight line because of the weight of it. Whenever I use the smaller handheld, you know, saws, they they feel wonky to me, and I can't go straight on them as much. But I think it's just because I'm used to the old ones, right? Yeah, I would say get a finish, get a finish saw versus a framing yeah. saw, and then get a guide. Yeah, and they make all kinds of good guides yeah, now. Yeah, that's like right. it's it's it's. Back back when I used to do it, we would do finish work with a big skill high point That's saw. Right. Like in a in the in the base would always be dented up or fucked up or something and yeah. we were doing 
trying to do finish work. And they put the that, pencil in the in the blade guard to right. keep it up. Right? Yeah, keep yeah. it pulled back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they didn't have finish saws. Really, I, I have one of those track saws by Milwaukee, which I love. Mm-hmm. If you want to get into that, where you're actually cutting, cross cutting four by eight sheets of plywood, that's that thing is badass. All right, but you don't really use it without the track. So right. unless you're committed to using the track all the time, get something like you're talking about. All right, take care of your business there. Sharma. Listen, this whole idea of creatine, right? I've been reading about this for years, and I've used much of it over my life. And and you used to take it, you get all swollen, and bloated, and you look like a big fat guy. Well, now this new product, Concrete, good stuff. Your body makes half the creatine it needs. The other half comes from your diet, but most American diets are low in creatine-rich foods. But Concrete... Patented creatine HCL is the favorite creatine of elite, well-informed athletes. The number one bioavailable creatine and the only microdosing creatine, just one small scoop per 100 pounds of body weight. So if you're a 200-pound guy, two little scoops, you're good to go. Creatine is required for functional energy in every cell. Your brain uses about 20% of the creatine in your body. Immune cells need it to protect you. Heart cells need it to pump. Lung cells needed to breathe. Gary? Take control of your health, both body and mind. Build a better you with Concrete. Register now at con-crete.com slash podcast. That's con-crete.com forward slash podcast for a chance to win a $500 Walmart Visa gift card. Available now online and in-store at Walmart. Concrete is truly life-changing and performance-enhancing. All right. You can uh, check me out this weekend, September 9th and 10th, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Keeping it weird in Austin. Keeping it weird at uh, Cap City Comedy Club. And uh, just go to amcrawl.com because I'm coming to San Diego. You know who's down there, don't you? Our own Maddie Fondelier. Are you going to say hi? He's... I, in, the worst, in the worst coincidence ever, that is his birthday weekend, and the first weekend his parents are coming to visit. No! So he is going to be unable to oh, attend the shows. He had already made long weekend plans as of like six weeks ago. Bad timing. Bad, bad Maddie. Go, Go to uh, AdamCrawl.com for all the live shows, and uh, you can check out uh, Everything Reminds Me of Something, my new book, and uh, it's fabulous, so enjoy that. And we'll leave a review, if you will. So... Until next time, Adam Kroll for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital. Do you own, do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with geico geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you have so much to do already around your home why not make it easy go to geico.com get a quote and see just how much you could save it's geico easy visit geico.com today that's geico.com Saddle up and get ready for Westerns Weeks on Pluto TV, all for free. We're coming in blazing with favorites like True Grit and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Or immerse yourself in binge-worthy series like Yellowstone and Walker, Texas Ranger. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. The best part? It's free. No credit card, no sign-up, no fees. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now.